In and bowling to Puran, trying to club him away. Shunks it to mid-wicket, catch is taken. Spencer Johnson, welcome to the big time. Just that extra pace and bounce from Spencer Johnson, being a tall bowler that he is. And that's a real blow for the West Indies. Great work from Australia. And Spencer Johnson in particular. As Johnson bowls to Robert Finney's nicking through to Wade. The West Indies are five down. Johnson's got a couple on home debut. Highlights from earlier in the week with Spencer Johnson's rise continuing to thrill Australian cricket fans. It's still a little over a year since he picked up a professional contract, but now playing for Australia in his home country and with a little bit of a break from international duty before he heads to the IPL. Great to have a chat to you, Spencer, on a weekend where I know that you'd probably love to be playing shield cricket in a way, or are you happy to have a rest? How are you doing? Uh, no, thanks for having me on, firstly. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Uh, it's been a busy summer, so uh, I've got, I think, four weeks before I get to India, and in that time, uh, I don't think it's the best best idea to sort of sit around and do nothing. So I'm going to... There's, I think, two shield games to go for us and uh, look at definitely playing uh, the one starting on the 1st of March and then um, maybe the one after that. But definitely definitely the next one, hopefully, uh, if selected, and then uh, we'll, we'll go from there. I'm happy enough to have a rest over the weekend after being all around the place. What's it been like playing for Australia in Australia for the first time? Yeah, to play any opportunity to play for Australia is... Uh, I guess it's yeah, your, your dream come true. It's it's why we all play. So uh, to do it in front of friends and family in in Adelaide was a bit of a surreal moment, to be honest. Um, whatever happened that night, uh, I think if I took two for ten or none for fifty, I was I was going to celebrate it with family. So uh, it's from where I've come from, it's it's pretty cool to to where I am now. How many people did you have there in Adelaide? Uh, I reckon total there probably would have been 60 or 70. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, even a few that didn't reach out, I sort of saw it at the end of the game and they ended up buying their own tickets. So if they um, if they messaged me earlier, I would have got them in. But um, I don't think they wanted to bug me, which, which is nice. But it was good to see them after the game. It's been amazing, hasn't it? Uh, how are you coping with it all? I mean, there you are talking about 60 or 70 loved ones watching you play for Australia in Adelaide, in your hometown. Yet uh, a little over a year ago, you were sort of, I remember you turning up to a few sort of corporate functions in around the Gabba at the start of that heat season where you hadn't even played a game. And then, of course, you broke into the team and the rest is history. Yeah, I feel quite lucky. I've got a very good support base here in Adelaide, um, family and friends. Uh, I've got probably just just the right amount of support, whether it's old coaches or it's your brother, brothers messaging me. And um, I think if I need a bit of a kick, kick up the bum, I've got people there to do it for me. But then if I've got people that need to pump me up um, and say, you're going well, then I've got that there. So to um, to play in front of them and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to put into words the, the emotion, but there was happy, sad. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. There's the emotional side of it, and then Adelaide, where you have a good win, and then you go to Perth, and Dre Russ gets a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. What have you Dre, learned? Yeah, there's yeah, there's some good learnings coming out of 
I guess, the first taste of international cricket. I obviously had a bit of a taste for it in September, uh, but after a good big bash, you, I felt like I was in a better position than I was a couple of months ago. So I was happy with how I went in Adelaide, but it could have been a lot better night. There was a few inside edges and um, whatnot. That's, that's T20 cricket. But then I think in Optus, at Optus against Dre Russ, we had him on the ropes, five for 80, and um, he's come out and played the way he did. So I think that there's a few learnings there, but that also it, it goes one way or the other. He either hits it straight up and we we go through and bowl him out for 120 or he gets 70 off 20 and he, they get 220. So that's T20 cricket. I'm, I'm still learning. I don't feel like I'm a finished product yet. I, I think I said that the other day, but... Um, I'm still growing as a player and I still want to, I'm still getting better. So the more exposure to the inter, at the international level, hopefully I can continue to grow. Speaking with Spencer Johnson, who played during the week for the Australians, uh, having a bit of a rest this weekend and perhaps a bit of domestic cricket before he heads off to his big deal for the Gujarat Titans in the IPL, which we'll get to in a moment. But there's the... The fact that you've had to get your body right, we know that part of the story, Spencer, because at 28 years of age, you, you, it is a unique story and we're, we're loving your progression. But the difference between being fit and then being able to get your skill set to a level where you are now a, a big money buy in, in the T20 leagues and, of course, playing some red ball cricket as well. You, you've played some shield cricket for South Australia. You've played Australia A. So... Who's been the person that's that's helped you bowling? Um, yeah, I th- it's been a combination of club coaches, state coaches. The, the soccer here have been. I guess I've been I've been around the system for seven or eight years, and I've only just sort of broke onto the scene the last 12, 13 months. But the work that I feel like I've done in my early days um, is paying off now. The, the there was, there was years uh, where I didn't bowl a ball, but you're in the gym getting stronger and um, getting my body physically ready to go when I am now. It's 28, um, sort of coming to the peak of my career. But then I guess when, when I did start bowling again, there was um, club coaches that, that I um, bounce off quite regularly. Uh, Mark Harrity, who... I think he he's was a he was a left armer as well, and he sort of saw in my technique that I needed to tweak a few things. And uh, when I got an opportunity to, to go to the heat, he said, "Before you get up there, you let's just straighten this out." And um, I remember going bowling on hard wicket at down at West uh, Henley Beach there, where I play at West Torrens, and it was in the middle of winter, and we're just working on getting a few technical things, nothing that I. Nothing major, but uh, I think that's helped me in, definitely in the long run. Well, there you go. Mark Harrity, a name that you've dropped there. I, I would have <laughs> thought you've, you've had someone, you know, Andy Bickle or Jason Gillespie, the guys that you deal with around the domestic scene, they might be claiming that they've cracked the code to unleash you, Spencer. But you've you've gone with a different name there. Well, they, they've, they've definitely played their part. But I think Mark Harrity, my, my club coach, he was sort of the one when I wasn't contracted that I would – speak to him and he would always say let's let's fine tune this and then I would sort of leave it and then he actually was literally dragging me out of my house to get me to the nets and saying we need to fix this or we need to just tweak this and um, 
sort of ever, ever since then, I feel like my career sort of progressed. And then you, you get in the front of Dizzy and Bick and then they just, they tweak a few things as well. And then, um, yeah, I've been away since then. How much fun are you having? It's as much fun as it looks, to be honest. Like, I know with, with the heat, we're always smiling on TV and we're, we're getting around each other and um, we're having as much fun off-field as we are on-field, to be honest. So, it's for me, it's, I, I love playing cricket, whether it's club cricket or whether it's for, for Australia. It's, you've got to do it with a smile on your face because um, that's why we all play where it started, having fun. So whether you have a good day or a bad day, it's, you've got to keep yourself as level as possible and um, enjoy the success. But also if you don't have the greatest day, don't get too down and um, make sure you have a beer with your teammates and uh, move on. Spencer Johnson with us, Quentin Hull, your company on Grandstand on ABC Sport. Now, Spencer, I'm not 100% sure. Did you own your landscaping business or you employed uh, by someone? Oh, uh, early days, I was employed by Trent Kelly, who's someone who I also um, speak closely with. And he he's the one that sort of, uh, if I need to kick up the bum, he'll, he'll message me and say, uh, what, do you, what, what was that? But... Um, yeah, so he was my boss, and um, and then I think I sort of cricket was starting to take over a little bit. Um, so I thought I'll just do a little bit of my own stuff on the side just to uh, keep myself busy because I only had a big bass contract at that stage, and um, I had ten months of the year where I was not doing a whole lot. So um, kept myself busy there with my brother, and then he's sort of taken over now, and I've crickets well and truly um, number one. Well, without asking too many personal questions, we, we didn't know what you were making out of the landscape business, but one paint eight million dollars sort of Australian gets <laughs> splashed everywhere when you get picked up in the IPL. So um, dare I be bold enough to suggest it, it's a rather hefty rise in, in earnings for you. Yes. Yeah, that's to say the least. It still hasn't really sunk in yet. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of things happening behind the scenes that I didn't know existed. So to to be in this position, I'm incredibly grateful for, and um, I haven't got here on my own. There's the support I've had from family and friends and coaches and the soccer, Brisbane Heat. It's uh, it's yeah, it's hard to put into words the the debt I owe them. Um, so yeah, de- definitely grateful for the opportunities that are presenting itself at the minute. It's a life-changing amount of money, but is it, for someone who's 28 and is, is running a business, has it been able to just give you peace of mind, set you up with a few other things in, in life outside of the fact that you now can go and explore your dream and play play top-level cricket? Um, yeah, I th- when, whenever sort of that money comes in, I think you... you <laughs> It's it's obviously, um, yeah. I don't know, it, it's hard to it's hard to put into words. Really, it's somewhere somewhere some a position that you always hoped you're in, but you never thought you would get there. So, for me, uh, get get to India and embrace the culture and um, hopefully perform. And yeah, the, the Gujarat Times have they've won a final and they've lost a final. So. I'm coming to a team that's had success, so I'm looking forward to that, playing with Mohamed Shami, um, 
all these other overseas, Cam Williamson, David Miller, Rashid Khan. So uh, play, just getting yeah more exposure to high-level cricket is is valuable for me. It's so early on in my career. It's not like you're you're 21 or 22 and then this has happened. I mean, you you've had to work out how to to earn a living through life. And at 28 now, this this life changing opportunity comes around. So uh, it, it's great context as to why we're so sort of wrapped up in in your story. Um, are you happy enough with the way that you, you think your bowling is is progressing to go to that furnace? And now you've got a mark on your head because it's a big price tag. You've got things expected of you. So how do you handle that side of things? Yeah, I think, like you said before, my journey's been unique and that's definitely one way to describe it. It's to come out at 27, 28, virtually unseen is is pretty uncommon. Um, as much as I would have liked to play as a 21, 22-year-old, like we're seeing Jake Fraser McGurk at the minute, um, I feel I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. But I'm grateful for where I am now and um, would have liked to have maybe potentially a bit more experience, a bit younger, but you never know. I might have played at 23, 22, 23 and got spat out. Um, so I'm here now and I'm, I know my game well. I'm 28 and feel like I'm in the peak of my career. So it's exciting. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I was at the Gabba when you ran through Queensland playing shield cricket <laughs> for South Australia last summer. What are your red ball aspirations, Spencer? Yeah, well, as I said before, I'm back in, back in Adelaide getting my loads up. Had a good bowl yesterday with a red ball and looking f- – towards playing at that uh, Shield game in Sydney. Um, test cricket is something where I want to get to and um, that's that's why we all play. We, we want to play test cricket and if I can get my <clears throat> excuse me myself physically ready, um, I feel like I'd, I can definitely perform at that level if um, I get get the, get the performances on the board and an opportunity would it comes up, then um, hopefully I'm ready to go. So a couple of chill games, um, no doubt keeping an eye on how the T20 boys go in, in the next part of, of their summer, which is over in New Zealand, um, before you go to the IPL. And that, that World Cup's still in the in the distance there. Just wondering what the pecking order for the left armers is. It's a pretty tough gig to get. I mean, Mitchell Stark's coming back into the team. Jason Berendorf is the men's T20 player of the year, and, and you're knocking on the door, dare I suggest three doesn't go into to two there if they're going to take two left armers to the World Cup. Yeah, well, you look at Starkey, his World Cup record is unbelievable with the white ball. Um, he's he's earned the right to to play for as long as he wants, I think. Um, his body's unbelievably durable and um, someone who I definitely look up to just the way he goes about it physically and the way he performs, so... Uh, he's he's a benchmark, and then there's Dorf, who was the T20 Player of the Year. So um, he's he'll be in the IPL as well. And I think if um, there's still plenty of cricket to be played for that World Cup squad, but it's it's not going to be easy to break into. So um, I can only do what I can do, and um, that's that's play and hopefully perform, and that's all I can control. Before you played for Australia and India, what was it last year? Had you been to India before? No, first time in India. I got a bit of a taste of it when the, in the ODI series and um, 
it was crazy back then. Uh, you, and I, think you, it's only... I mean, Taylor Swift's in the country, and I can only compare, you know, a blonde left arm quick coming from Australia, first <laughs> IPL, on almost two million Aussie a year. Like, it's not quite Tay Tay areas, but like, you're going to be a big deal when you get over there. Are you ready for it? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think anyone's ever ready for it. I just embrace it and um, yeah, get involved in the culture and. For me, it's not like it's my fifth or sixth year going back there. It's first time. So going with an open mind and um, there's probably going to be a lot of hotel time, but um, I think that for me, the 10 weeks will probably go pretty quickly with the, when you're playing, travel, and ho- hopefully winning. You've been generous with your time. It's been a great story so far. Uh, thanks for giving us a moment or two during your downtime, and uh, let's hope we get to see you playing for the Redbacks in those those Shield games that are upcoming. And, of course, um, IPL to come. It's going to be an amazing experience for you. All the best, uh, Spencer. We're, we're loving what you're doing with uh, with your cricket, and here's, here's hoping that it, it continues to thrill us, and, and more importantly, you get to finally enjoy the most of it, being uh, in, in your late 20s and now getting the best out of your bowling. Beautiful. No, thank you. Thanks for having me on.